Welcome to Marginalia. I'm Tamar. I'm Aura. Hi, y'all. We're back in the studio. Welcome. Tired as usual. As usual. Lots to, you know, update you on. And um, all that good stuff. <laughs> so, how are you doing, Aura? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm tired. So I'm very tired. We just did a photo shoot. Yeah, and so. I just ate and shit. So What did you eat? Just wings, but yeah. I, I didn't need to have it. I'm hungry. Yeah. Um, yeah, y'all. Yeah, we just so, wanted to get back in here and poke you, prod you, let you know what's going on. First, I want to shout out Aura, because Aura, as you know from posting, won the 24th annual oh, yay. Five College Film Festival. Um, and not only yay. did she win for all campus for Smith College, she also won for the audience favorite. So y'all probably saw some of that on her social media. Yeah, I did not see that coming. I was not expecting that at all. She was literally in the bathroom, y'all. Like, I left. I was just like, I'm tired. Right. I'm hungry. After she won the Smith Award, we were waiting for her in the bathroom, me and Sharita. And people came out. They're like, y'all got to go back in there. Um, <laughs> she won. So it was pretty amazing. And we got it on video. So yeah. That was really cool. That felt dope. Mm-hmm. It was so crazy, though. But, it, you know, it just felt dope. It was just like, wow. Because my thing is, what, what I was happy enough with just having been accepted into the film festival because mm-hmm. I like to me that's I, success yeah 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 and I could use that in my resume mm-hmm. you know what I mean like mm-hmm. to me just that just being in there I was just like hey, I could use this in my resume or when I apply for grants I can you know mm-hmm. just use that like participated in the 24th annual right. you know but right. not to have one best of campus and then to have one audience the whole favorite shit. like yeah I meaning like, everyone in there voted Right, that's what I mean. So I'm just like, oh, I'm getting this money. Right. Because I need to... That was wild. It was was validation because I'm just Mm -hmm. like, you know, I really need to continue with the project. Exactly. make it bigger and there's so much more to say and shit. So that was cool. And there's so many ways to expand it and, like, there's so much money available for such things. So I was very proud. Which I knew she was going to win everything, by the way. (laughs) I literally, like, that day I was exhausted. Sharita was saying I was like, I have to get there. Because Or is going to win, and I got to get it on video. <laughs> so, And that you did. Yes. And it's so nice, honestly, to see someone humble. Because <laughs> uh, you don't <laughs> who, see me. Who <laughs> didn't think they were going to win, but won. Because I fucking really did not. Like, this shit is, you know. And that's why you have the thing. Yeah. Honestly. But, and then, you know, and yesterday when we were talking about it, like, this is... You know, so, okay, so before I, I was always talking about this thing that I was applying to, but I never wanted to speak on it just because I'd rather, you know, I'd rather have things locked down before mm-hmm. I share with everyone. But now you, as you guys know, I just got my rejection letter yesterday from this. This is the thing that I was referring to. So I wanted to um, be a part of the DGA, Directors Guild of America, Assistant Director training mm-hmm. program mm-hmm. and I didn't make it on to the next phase but it's all good because like when it we were really talking is. about it like I, I have I have to do this other thing anyway and then there are other things that I still have to do exactly so I was low-key like I wanted you to get it but at the same time I'm aware of people who've done it I know people who've done it and I'm aware of the program so I know that they put you through that rigorous like PA stage and that's and what, I'm like or it doesn't need that yeah. like you I just wanted you to get contacts like I yeah. was excited about the that potential but you don't really need that and to then do the more it. right and the more I was thinking about it I was just like you know God willing well whether I do or don't get these grants and get mm-hmm. this grant money I'm going to get push forward <laughs> with my <laughs> but you know I'm gonna mm-hmm. like I'm gonna do I'm gonna do my shit so it's just like like you just said I don't have to be a 
I literally bypassed the PA assistant director exactly. into just being director. a director of my own shit. So I just got, I have to like really put it into perspective. Exactly. A lot of things, you know, rejection letters, like it, it had more, it was more of an ego thing. It was mm-hmm. more like they don't want me. And it could be you're overqualified. You know, who knows or whatever. You never but, know. Yeah. But... But you yeah. have to just, you know, you have to really, like, just think about it. Like, I right, like, don't take shit so personal mm-hmm. and then your ego or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so it's all good. Um, exactly. I was talking to, I dropped one of my classes. I was auditing two classes. And I'm just like, bitch, you, you know, I'm going to keep the drawing because I want to do, get, mm-hmm. I do want to get better. And but that's the meditative other one, and that's Yeah, nice. it yeah. is. And it's not as time consuming as mm-hmm. the other one where I have to do so much fucking reading. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I just dropped the, the one that required all of the reading and kept the drawing. Because I do want to get better at drawing. And you could low-key storyboard, too. You could be storyboarding, oh, like, the, scenes and things you want to add. There's so much that I need to be doing. I need to mm-hmm. be reading my own books for, mm-hmm. for my project. Like, mm-hmm. there are all those books that, shout out to all of you who participated and bought me a book for my birthday. Mm-hmm. I still have a stack of books that I need to read and, and research so and go through. Research. So I already have reading to I'm also doing an archive project. Yes. That, so I'm very excited to talk about this because it's very. it feels like fate in a weird way. Nah, we were definitely meant to meet. We were meant to meet. <laughs> And we were meant to work together because I feel like, so I'm doing an archive project where I'm trying to basically build a collection of like magazines from the 90s and early 2000s that featured like the video vixen type. So a good example of this is like King Magazine, Smooth Magazine. There were a few others that I don't even know about. Yeah, but those Black are the two, Men. Black Men. Of, yeah. the one, those are the ones that stood out to me. And I'm like, I was in my class, and they were like, so what collection are you going to be using? And for the most part, I was just going to go online and try and find images, and like maybe I could find a, someone who has like a collection of them or just find images. And Aura <laughs> has collected them, you said, since like your teens? I don't even Yeah, in my teens, and I wish I had them all. I got rid of a lot of them. Which is but I still wild have, yeah. to me. When, you, when she said that to me, she was just like, yeah, I need to figure out how I'm going to get these. I was just like, I have a whole bunch. Like, a, <laughs> And I'm like, the fuck? Because I'd rather work with material. Yeah, of course. It's always but, better. You can read interviews. Exactly. You can also like read deeper into just finding, pulling out images from yeah, online. Yeah, because it's going to be weird online. I feel like, like the reason I'm doing the project is because I feel like those were the magazines. Like, Playboy is everywhere. Everyone knows Playboy. Like, Playboy even got so legitimate quote unquote that they phased out the nudity whatever whatever that means so that they could just have their articles and I'm like okay whatever fine but there were how many of these magazines that were targeting like the urban audience or black men or whatever so that get no attention yeah and those women in those magazines were using it as the same way that the models in Playboy were using it they wanted it to be a platform yeah so I'm like there needs to be something for people to look back and also like why am I so familiar with Playboy but not so familiar with King? Like, right, right. The levels to it, too. So mm-hmm. that's a part of it. So I was so excited that she actually had a collection because I thought I was going to have to hit up a bunch of men. Nah, like, <laughs> this me. And this is why what I do. I say this shit all this, the time, like... Follow your interests. Mm-hmm. Just always follow your interests. Because I remember when I used to collect all of these magazines. And mm-hmm. I mean, every month, faithfully, like clockwork, I would go to the newsstand and I would get all three. That's and then wild. they always used to have like special edition ones. I would mm-hmm. get them too. And, and I showcased them. Like I had them neatly on top mm-hmm. of a bookshelf and like for people oh to God, come over. They were so, so fucking cute. You know what I mean? Yes. So to me, and then like I had people like, yo, why are you so obsessed? And I'm just like, because they're beautiful. They're and, beautiful. And, and I wanted to be one so bad. Like right. I wanted to be in these magazines. Exactly. And I ended up being, in, I ended up doing straight stunting. Twice, yeah, which is, you know, is a different, it's a different kind of thing. It's like straight stunting is really more 
aimed towards men in prison. Ooh. Like, it's a really prison magazine. Okay. Not that the others aren't, because, yeah. you know... But they know it's targeting... Yeah, but straight that is really for prison, for so men in prison. Which is so important that, like, for a demographic of, like, men of color, they mm-hmm. knew they needed... Someone knew there's a market for right. a specific magazine. Shout out to DJ K. Slay. That was him. Yeah. I And I also I'll be interviewing her because she knows people <laughs> that I don't know. Like, I don't know who any of these editors are, any of the founders. Like, I have to go and find out all this information. Yeah. But I want to focus on the models. Like, right. I want to focus on... Like, who the fuck is she? Where did she go? What happened and I to still, her? Yeah, there are still, uh, mm-hmm. like, I, I can still, I, I know a couple of women, mm-hmm. like, um, ex-models, you yeah. know, quote-unquote, whatever that, yeah. Vixen models yeah, or whatever. Yeah, Vixens. I know, and I still know a couple of them. And for those whatever. of you who don't know what we're talking about, it's like, I don't know if you're familiar with Melissa Ford or any of these, yeah, like, she was like video OG. Vixen. And she actually, I Melissa Ford, Jessica Rabbit. Jessica oh, Rabbit? Yeah, that was she, her, her, her tag, oh, Jessica really? Rabbit. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Um, I love Jessica Rabbit. I remember a friend of mine was working, actually interning with Little X, and Little X is a music video director. He was like big in the day. He probably still does videos. Now, now I think now he just goes by X. He actually, X, yeah. He was he, Little X at the point. Or was he always? Yeah, X? he was Little X, okay. and now I think he's yeah. He's. I remember. I just know he's Canadian. I think he did Drake's God's Plan. Let me see. Probably. But go ahead. Yeah, but ba- but him and Melissa shared an office. Oh really? Yeah. When my friend was interning there, shout out Rochelle, and I thought that was so interesting that like she not. She didn't just model. She also, like, had a business. She basically was doing what, what she was Amber Rose of, is um, trying to do now. Yeah, but she was also big in... She she had a su- successful career, I think, in real estate. She mm. was doing a lot of that, too. That makes sense. She used her money wisely and, you know, built her, her career up. Um, but then, where's Melissa Ford? Like, what right. happens to that name? You know what I mean? And this all comes from, like... We all, not all of us, but I was really heavily exposed to, like, the Pamela Andersons and a lot of these white vixens. And those became the norm, especially in pornography, which is, like, something I'm very interested in studying, especially in academia. Like, Pamela Anderson in Baywatch and her fake boobs basically set set off fake boobs. Right. Then it was not, don't just have big boobs, have boobs that look fake. Like, there are these moments in history where where certain women mark these shifts and like a Melissa Ford is one of those too. Right. But she's erasure as usual. Erasure. Black women just get erased. (laughs) Exactly. So, all of these projects intersect and they're important and I'm excited to share. I'm going to do something very basic because it's for a class and I'm not killing myself for Smith this semester. I'm just trying to graduate. Um, but, but this is also something that you can always come continue. back to. And, yeah, this is yeah. Def- I'm definitely doing this because I want to continue it. Right, exactly. Because low-key, I wanted to be in those magazines. Right. Low-key, I wanted to be See, that me, high-key, I was just like, no. I oh, want right. To, like, my, my family, everyone knew. Like, I was yeah. obsessed and I did not give a fuck Ugh. that I had, like, I'm, yes, I'm going to buy my magazines. <sighs> <laughs> like, if I had known you at that time, I would have been like, okay, let's do it. I want to pose. I want to do something. But, like, yeah. They, it was always impressive to me because these women, one, were a race, but also, like, were doing the work of, like, performing sexuality that the Kim Kardashians, that, like, all the, are the, all the Kardashians are basically copying. Mm-hmm. The big asses, like, the lips, everything, the snatched waist, all of that. And that's not new. For anyone who thinks that's new, that's not a new aesthetic. Like, that's been out for a minute. So I'm trying to figure out, like, at what point did the hip-hop video model, like, the prison magazine, like, when, when at what point was there enough funding for that? And I have a feeling it correlated with how hip-hop 
like was moving at that time. Mm. Like there were, as much as there was a market for hip hop and the type of models that were being featured, I think there was a market for those magazines because King ended up dying. I think they stopped publishing after a while. A lot of those magazines, so, though, when it, like the digital era killed true. a lot off it's though, because a lot of that, a lot of those magazines just had to kind of shift and transition yeah. into online, online magazines. Stuff. Yeah, because a lot of people just weren't buying magazines yeah. like that anymore. You know. Yeah. And you know, it didn't just happen with them. It happened with a lot. Like, of course, there's mm-hmm. still magazines. Like a lot of the big ones really stood out there, but a lot Definitely. of shit. A lot of the big Online white ones. Online killed a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of the big white ones. With money. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the high-end, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. fashion model and all this the, shit. The so penthouse. Whatever. Penthouse ain't go nowhere. Right. Even though I'm sure they're still considering, like, online stuff, but point yeah. taken. Point taken. Um, but even then, like, me. there's a lot. Yeah, there, you know, there are a lot yeah. that are still around just online and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, so it's perfect because I'm actually going to New York this weekend and Sharita... And I are going for, it was mainly for two reasons. One was to introduce Sharita to my friend Nikisha. Shout out Nikisha and a partner, Akio. They have, um, they're basically like black survivalist types. Like they have a stash if something goes wrong to mm. like last them for oh, a while. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and like they're those type of people. And they also have, um, Sharita's calling it a hydrophonic system, and it's basically like a garden system that you can have in your house, like in a room, and it basically irrigates itself, and it just like recycles the water, and I guess it works through electricity, possibly. It could even work with solar energy. So mm-hmm. it's a way to grow food in your that's house. That's so dope. Yeah. I need to look into shit and, like that. In, in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. Right. So like, that's the brilliance of it. So what I think Sharita's working on a project that has to do with like, what do we do when the world falls apart? <laughs> and like, how do we sustain ourselves? And her whole her whole argument is we've been doing it. Fucking yeah, it is right. <laughs> you just and like literally, literally, figuratively and literally. literally. I was like, I know somebody. <laughs> like, literally, we can go. But it's just so yeah. crazy how all of our paths are intersected. Exactly. And it's just like, like, how do? What are the fucking chances that you know somebody like that? And that was <laughs> life is funny what are the that chances way. Chances that I have these magazines. Exactly. That you need, like, like when you told me that, and then you told me you've been featured. I was just like, my god! Like you're literally the archive. <laughs> when they're like where you look what collections i'm gonna be like auras or rosario's collection <laughs> actually um yeah so thank you and no, um thank you yeah for sure and if, if i can get the one that you i were think i should in, have it yeah find it. if yeah. you don't mind no I, no i could do a little write-up on that sorry y'all um so there's that and then i'm also going and then this now i can double on this trip to get the magazines right. so it's like a perfect one too because i actually have to present like a first version of this on WordPress um, Monday. Like that, it's due Monday. Mm. Um, and then like the actual thing I build will be due at the end of the semester. So everything's moving fast, y'all. Like, yes. There's no Because it's about to be midterms. You just said that? Or Basically. Just, yeah. So yeah. It's, then, yeah. Then it's... I'll have a paper due right when I get back from spring break. I don't know what work's oh, supposed to get you, done. You're gonna, right? What? What? We're going to talk about what? What? <laughs> So 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 your favorite man bashers, <laughs> your your favorite man bashers got bays and um, men are trash bays but we have bays. Zaddies. But that's what you know what we should talk about that too. A lot of people under, like they have this like this is a stupid ass idea that like if you hold the men accountable you will be alone. Exactly. That's really what it is. Like the, the whole quote unquote man basher things. Really, we're not. We're just holding men accountable. That's it. And, and calling them out and shit. That's it. It doesn't. Y'all don't like that we use a generality, but get over it. It, it doesn't mean that we don't have niggas. Don't, exactly. Like, like we're we, clearly. <laughs> don't don't get it. Still fucked, fucking up. y'all. 
you know, but like, yeah, don't get it twisted. Like, no, boo boo, bang. That's what that's why pick me used to be um be so afraid too. They, they be feel mad like, too. Yeah, they be mad and they be feeling like, no, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be good. nice to men and good and, and for you know, what? No, you don't for have what to. They're not purpose? going nowhere. Thank you. Fucking, they're not going to dick is the most renewable. Like, they, <laughs> dick is not going nowhere. You can't it is a, listen. It's, it's a plentiful resource. We have it in abundance. The stock is high. Don't worry about it. Dick will be around. It'll always and you be around. Want, and you don't want the kind of dick that don't respect you anyway. Exactly. Like, you know, shit. Exactly. So, yeah. but yeah, you know. But tomorrow's going away on a vacation. I'm going on my I'm first so vacation jelly. with Bay, And don't be jelly. I mean, we might, you know. Well, you know, Bay gave me money to go away with my girls. There you go. There you go. So, so you know, yeah. But it, it's different going away Which with is very Bae. your style versus yeah. mine. <laughs> Like, Aura would be like, I'll take the money for my vacation with um, my girls. Yeah, I wonder, I'm going to Cancun. Yeah. No, so this is what happened, right? So he okay. hit me up. He was just like, you know, I'm about to... um. So, you know, I'm not going to get into what he does or anything like that, but he was about to get paid for what he does. And he's just like, and every time I get a, a nice paycheck, mm-hmm. I have to do something extravagant for you. So he was just like, what do you want? Red bottoms or a mink? I'm not Ooh. a mink. He just got me a mink. He said red bottoms <laughs> or diamond earrings. <laughs> I mean, between the bends, the furs, the, the diamonds. diamonds, you know? <laughs> yeah. So he's just like, what do you want? Red bottoms or diamond earrings? So I was just like, actually, you know, can you um help me? Because I'm still like, yeah. If I'm just like, can you just help me pay for my trip? Like my friend's mm-hmm. birthday. She's going to Cancun. So he was just like, Oh, yeah, that's nothing. I'll do it. He's just like, and I was just like, that could be my gift. So he was just like, no, that shit ain't got nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> he was just like, what do you want? So I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> like surprising me. But anyway, yeah. So, so, so Zaddy, Zaddy being good. But he's, yeah, he's being good. But, you know. She calling him coming. Zaddy, though. Let me tell y'all something. Or I don't call nobody by no Oh, you know what happened? Because I fucked him. <laughs> I, I finally, so I ain't fucking him in mad months. And I finally fucked him, y'all. Finally. dick is good. Oh, God. So, I'm yeah. shook. I'm shook. So, now now I could call him Zaddy. And, you know, now I call and him what he it. want me to call him. <laughs> Yes, listen, I mean, you know. <laughs> but you knew I always had that side to me. Like, I knew you always had that side, but I wasn't sure if he was going to be able to get it out of you. So I'm impressed. I, I am mean, fucking shit. impressed All this fuck. Money and good dick will do it, it for a little while. It, and that just goes to show you how simple it is. Like, we know y'all, y'all are, you know, y'all are deficient in a lot of things. Right. Men. Um, But we always said was pay us. What is it? Protect us. And support us. Support us. Yeah. That's it. That's all you got to do. So look at look at Oregon in. But you know what's crazy? I get, I'll get like that, right? But it's still like mm, don't get you don't but have also me. Fuck you. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, like you still can't have me. I know that's really my thing. Like you, you can't have me fully. Like mm-hmm. you know, I could. I, yeah, we could play house or play yeah. this little game like yeah. daddy and your baby and shit. But, but um, as soon but as still, I'm ready to do other things, be prepared. I will, yes, exactly. So, but yeah. That's hilarious. <sighs> it, that's all it took, y'all. Like what? Like a year? We've been talking about this shit, right? No, no I've been talking to him for like eight months, and then I just I know, gave but him, yeah. but on our like men are trash. Oh, oh right, right, right. And then we still mean it. Don't get it twisted. Like that has not changed. But it is pretty ironic that we are in relationships with men who are doing good, but it's because we demand it. So, exactly. To be clear. Exactly. Yes. So so that's cute. That's real exactly. cute. Exactly. You know, I'm sleepy, so I'm just over I'm here sleepy being too. mad. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, just pick one. Don't be a pick me. Pick one. Ooh, we should put that on a tote bag. I think we should. Yes. Silence. <laughs> I like. Don't I, be a pick me. Pick one. Don't be a don't pick be, me. Why pick be a one. pick me when you, you can, can pick, pick one. one? Ooh. Ooh. No. Okay. <laughs> Let me put that shit on my nose. Why you put that in there? Why be a pick Drop me that down. when you can pick one? I'm saying. 
The dick is plentiful, y'all. It's out there. The zick and the dick. Mm-hmm. Okay? Gender neutral is zick. <laughs> is that really what it is? Yes. <laughs> zick is for gender neutral. Zaddy is also g- gender neutral, even though most people use it with cis men. But I use zaddy for anything. Like, I'm zaddy. Sometimes I'm zaddy. So, yes. Hmm. Yes. See, we can't no, I'm up not, Every idea. day I'm, like, learning new, new shit. I mean, I don't know if it's implicitly, new, like, gender neutral, but I use it that way. Because it's funny, though, because on my walk over here, I was asking Sharita because there was someone else that was with us, and I wasn't sure of this person's pronouns. Mm. So, because I've never hung out with this person, mm-hmm. I, you know, I just kept identifying them as a she. Mm-hmm. But then, you know... This person presents themselves as like more, more ambiguous, yeah. you know. So I just like I would have never thought of, of these things, but now that I think more about it. But then the second layer after that, I was asking Sharita, like, is it appropriate to ask mm. someone what their pronouns are? And then mm-hmm. she would just like, if it's more intimate, just you know, but not like in front of everybody, because yeah. then that, you know they it's might awkward. have to out themselves. I have to or, remember that too, you know. Yeah. yeah. So like it's 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 a lot. But the point is, I'm more than willing to mm-hmm. learn and try because that that's a problem with a lot of people. You'll tell them some shit and they'll be like, oh Why? god, people just do so much like what you what's like what's the problem what is really the problem asking, it's like learning your name yeah like but what, why like why what is this like resistance that it's people their have? discomfort it's so fucking it's crazy. just their it's discomfort so with the idea of it and they don't want to sit with that and the thing is like it's not about you it's about the person what they asked you to call them point blank period Right, so you know, but That's like it. I said, I'm there. There are there's a lot to learn. I'm still just yeah. like, cause I and it's awkward. It's uncomfortable. It yeah. took me a while to even get comfortable around people who are my friends, being like, to remind myself, like, what are your pronouns, by the way? And their responses, because they know I care, are always yeah. like, oh, thank you for asking. Right, it's right, blah, right. It's blah blah blah. But it's hard, and it's hard then once you know to see them get misgendered. With right. people who and it's like because you want to correct them all the, the time but then but you want to also mind your business exactly yeah. <laughs> it's awkward because it's like there are a lot of weird there's a lot of weirdness around like how to to not like 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 you just said you don't want to like put people's business out there or make them feel awkward but at the same time like you see them misgendered constantly and it makes you think like if you identify as another gender then how you appear and you're constantly being misgendered. Mm-hmm. And then I made the mistake. Mm. I think you know this person, but you know, obviously, I won't say any names. But mm-hmm. I made the mistake of misgendering this person because she went, um, she removed her breast, mm-hmm. and you know, it, like she's comfortable just showing her chest. So I automatically assumed that they identified as they, them, or he, him. Mm. But, but this person identifies still as she, she her. her. Yeah. So, you know, like it, it's just, it's a lot that. The, the world is changing, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not our grandparents' gender. It's not our grandparents' gender. Right. right We're not right. locked anymore. So, um, <laughs> well, we got off topic a little bit. A little bit, but that was important. Bit. That was yeah, important. It was important because yeah. we need to be conscious about trans identities and like transness and gender fluidity anyway, because that's a part of also like deconstructing gender. Like we can't. The binary doesn't work, y'all. It's genders are literally roles. They're just that roles we play that, that, that we were that, taught that, that, to that play. Exactly that we were literally. That's all a gender is. And I, people don't believe that. I'm like, you don't understand that at a certain point, you were told what clothes were appropriate, what toys to play with, who to like. Everything gender segregated games. You were shamed if you yeah. if you were different. Mm-hmm. Like it's not this is that all hard. Taught. To, yeah. Yeah. So. But, you know, I know people struggle with it because at the end of the day, it also is a factor of, like, when you go to your community, do you, are you in a community that's going to ostracize you or p- potentially harm you for being 
either genderqueer or even being accepting or being not even accepting because it's not about you don't it's not about whether you accept it or not right but like whether you support and protect people yeah you, who, ident, people's identity so it's, it's a lot even when I go back home it's, it's getting more and more difficult to sort of like be around a lot of the same people that I'm mm. that I you know that I've known forever because mm-hmm. mostly because of the resistance and like a lot of it is res- resistance but then another big part is also the Having to teach and explain from scratch, like yeah. it's ex- it gets exhausting. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm just like, Your huh? Face, though. <laughs> yeah, clearly, you've been you've had to explain. Because it's like with every, you know what I'm saying? I was out with a with a homegirl, and like there was there was this other guy or whatever, and mm-hmm. he he went like he went to like we were sitting by the register, and he went and approached the register. And she just got up out of nowhere and then just tapped on him on the shoulder and was just like, pull, pull your pants up. And then he was just like, oh, you don't like that? So she was just like, no. So I was just like, mm. my thing was just like, why did you feel it was okay for you to tell this complete stranger how to, to pull present himself? Up. And she was just, and I was just like, you know, that's respectability policies. Because that's that another ass. thing within our community, right? We police we, each other. There's so much shit that we hate. Mm-hmm. But all of these ideals is what our oppressors taught us. And exactly. But then we love to say that we hate our oppressors. But then right. we internalize it all we internalize it all and we use all of their tools that they use so you know I have to even worse towards ourselves right so I have to break that down I was just like you know that's she was just like no I was just like that whole shit come from white people to pull your your pants sagging and shit she's just like no I kind of got that from my grandparents and I was like and then she no but she was she's she was like you're right she was like damn and she just sat there like damn it's just so shit like it's a lot of unlearning that so many of us have to do but at least she's an easy one because she's willing to she's open even though she's used to a lot of the things that she's used to which mm-hmm. I understand you know mm-hmm. it took me a couple of years and a smith to unlearn mm-hmm. a lot of what I've been same, unlearning same but um there are other people who is just like nah what is that nah that, that shit dumb and I have to check uh, myself too because it's like like you said and because of smith like I didn't not everyone has gone to a liberal arts college and taken like a queer studies class people and don't even have it. time or access to read exactly. feminist text like to read just the book like you know to even, even figure out how to treat women right yeah as a as a category so exactly i have to check myself too like i got into it with my sister once because around gender because she was pushing like the whole narrative like you were born if you're born a woman you're a woman if you're born a man you're a man like i don't see what the i'm like problem is and i'm just like that's what i was trying to to say and i'm like i'm like i'm like (laughs) to my sister (laughs) i mean i put her on black even though i love you you know who i'm talking about i love you shout out um i was like but what you have to understand is like it's not about how you were born. It's about what you were how you were taught to perform. Right. That's what gender is. And it like exactly. people don't understand even like before fucking white people came over here, Native Americans had like five different genders. Like like the, you know, it's the, not the, the, new. This is all fucking white people shit. And the idea and that it ideas. even was that it even like we don't even have to think of the Native Americans definitely and we don't even have to think far back then like there has always been genderqueer people they just no, haven't been yeah, able to express has. it the only reason I no, but bring you're, them up is because yeah. it, it, they it celebrated gets people it. thinking yeah. yeah it gets people like oh yeah you know right because it, it's like there was never a world before we were colonized right. so you know people right. that's the only reason but you're right because there just wasn't language for a lot of there, people exactly. that it's always and been people around weren't though. Out. yes like yes exactly you know so. what I mean but and that's another reason like with, with like my film not to get back to that but like with shit mm-hmm. like that that's why that's so fucking important to me like the, mm-hmm. that's why I did it the way that I did it like nah mm-hmm. this is this is why y'all think the way that y'all do and exactly. y'all need to like really reconsider your ideals um, you that's know, a so. good segue into um, the Monique okay yeah so, situation. so I've been seeing shit online yes. but I don't know the and you know entire, my feelings entire a story, bit so about brief me so that Leonard. way you can brief them yeah so 
<laughs> oh yeah, Lenard. Um, like so there was a Breakfast Club interview, and just to give the context, Monique. Um, I know she was trying to get people to boycott Netflix because they only yes. offered her five hundred thousand dollars when yes. they've offered others like Dave Chappelle and Amy Schumer nineteen eleven exactly. million and all this other type of and shit. And I'm gonna hopefully break this down for some people. I'm not gonna go that hard because I'm not trying to do all that work for y'all. But um, not for y'all. I love y'all, but y'all know who I'm talking about. People who are right. just like being right because stubborn that's, yeah, for no reason. Yeah. Um, because honestly, I feel like this is a matter of like it's so layered. It's it's the it's the corporate world, which people trust to mm-hmm. deliver some like business model that's supposed to be superior to every other model, even though they don't think about it as an exploitative system. Like we know Walmart exploits you. Yeah. Right. We know all these other places exploit you. But for some reason, when it comes to like celebrities and their labor, people don't think that's possible. But it's really just because you don't see what's going on. You're not paying attention. So Monique. Like you said, was offered the deal. Most people did not know the details of the deal. Right. But the immediate, and she pushed back with like, please boycott Netflix. Like they are literally being racist and like sexist mm-hmm. and let's boycott them. Which sounds radical, but but not really. And the thing is like, you didn't have to boycott that. For her, the purpose was getting it out there. Yeah. Right? So um, Monique is married to Sydney, Sydney Hicks, who I wanted to highlight because that's, I think her manager and her partner. Yeah, I think they've been together for a that. long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been a big advocate for her. So I listened to the Breakfast Club interview with Monique, and I think Sydney was on the phone. And Lenard, Charlemagne the God, aka Charlemagne the God, was there as as well as Angela Yee and DJ Envy. Um, and what was striking is, and you know, I can't stand. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> and this for me was an opportunity for me to show people why I can't stand Lenard, because like this man has had. Multiple interviews with black women specifically where he chooses to be like over the top excessively um, disparaging towards them and just kind of cruel. Mm-hmm. Not on some like shock humor like we get that from from radio, but on some like right. cruel shit. Like I remember someone posted on on Twitter um, all the moments he's like really been excessive. Oh, really? And there was like the one with Cardi B when he asked her how many abor- abortions she's had. Oh wow! Did you yeah. see that interview? Because no, I, I don't watch. Bro- you don't, listen to Breakfast You're not missing Club. anything. Yeah, right. I watched because I like to see. I know the he interview. like made little mama cry. He made time. little mama yeah. cry. Like he was basically trying. And what was funny was not funny, but what was cruel was at that time that he was pressing her, little mama, about her career and like why she took a break. Her mother had passed away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like the fuck, you know right. what I mean? So he clearly has shown, in, from what I've observed a pattern of being particularly cruel to black women. And then, of course, Tommy Lauren happened. Mm, and yeah, I remember this him nigga getting for that. He just was very comfortable being right. respectful and trying to get the, un- trying to understand. He wanted to understand right. Tommy Lauren. Right. But when it came to Monique, let me just put Monique and Tommy Lauren together as a, as a comparison. When it came, com- comes to Monique, he came in with pre-ideas and... And pre-supposed um, outcomes about what the situation was. And he hadn't even done his research. Mm. He was basically asking her and questions he should have researched. And danger in that because that's why I don't like to have opinions. But now I'm exactly. just like, you be like, you know what? I don't know. I didn't follow the whole story. Right. So I don't really know. But it's yeah. telling when someone has mm-hmm. an opinion about something they haven't researched. Right. 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 Because right, right. then that's an emotional thing. Yeah. You just have a response. So his whole thing was, you haven't shown that you can sell out the the type of crowds that Dave Chappelle can can sell out 
or that um what's that bitch's name? Amy Schumer. Or that Amy yeah. Schumer has been able to sell out. And like a little bit of critical thinking would make that very clear. Like what black woman gets the audience that black men get or that white women get. Right. That should just be a known, right? Right. It's a matter of measuring her by her own standards for what she's able to accomplish. She has time and time again proven people. I'm looking at you like I'm trying to make the argument. I know. Let me look at the mic. But like she has time and time again proven herself to be excellent when she shows up. Right, whether she does a film after five years or whatever, she did Precious. Precious was a problem for a lot of reasons, and she got flack for a lot of reasons for not doing, um, I think, promo around that movie. She didn't want to, and she wasn't getting paid to do it. But her, but she got an Oscar. Mm-hmm. She got an Oscar. I think she's. I think she has a Tony. I think she has probably mo- every award. In that Breakfast Club interview, her husband said that it was Richard Pryor who called her like the female Richard Pryor. So, like, as far as clout. Yeah. And credibility, she doesn't have anything to prove. But what she's fighting against is this unfortunate reality where black women, time and time again, prove themselves to be worth the investment, but they're but are always under yeah always exploited for their labor, underpaid for it. Right. So people are very happy to have us do work because we do our work and we do it well, and we do it well because we know we're being clocked to fail, which is Monique's case. People want Monique to fail. They assume she just has an attitude. And they this, assume that's she's another mean. one of the things, like when you say critical thinking goes mm-hmm. far away. So that's another thing because a lot of people, like, the next thing after that that was going on was that she's quote unquote difficult to work with. And, and then right. I, what I thought immediately of was just like, oh, this is the angry black woman trope. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, you just, yeah. That's what that thread on, tw- on Twitter was breaking down too. And a friend of mine actually that I just made online pointed out that all of the videos of her interviews around this are these pictures of her looking angry. Yeah. Right? If you look at the Breakfast Club interview, the amount of poise and patience that that woman had with Charlemagne, when she could have easily just popped off on him. But black women don't get to do that, right? Right. Because she knows. She, this is an Oscar winner, or Oscar winner. She's a performer and a comedian. She knows that she can't act any type of way mm-hmm. and get work. And what was funny was the last movie that she worked on, I forget the name of it. She says it in the interview. But she purposefully got interviews from the staff, like, people who are, like, under the line, and under the line is, like, PAs, people who mm-hmm. work the set and, like, lighting to to get their feedback on, like, what it was working with her because she knew people above the line could very easily just be, like, well, she was, she was rude. It was hard to work with her, like, the director right. or the producer. So she wanted to let people know the people who would normally be, like, yo, she's trash, I worked with her, like, she's rude, loved her. But for some reason, people in power have an issue with her. And I feel like I've confronted that time and time again, where when you are an assertive black woman who does not take bullying and does not take being underpaid... You get labeled as difficult. You get labeled as difficult. Mm -hmm. When it's a white man, it's, oh, he's just, you know... Macho. He's just stressed out, or he's just, you know, he just, his, or you know, he's, he's responsible for this, so I understand. Yeah, so, he's just know. being a man. He deserves yeah. it. And, or they just get paid. No one even questions that they should get paid, but they need to get paid. Yeah. But she made 50 grand off Precious. Oh, wow. 50. Damn. And Sandin, that's the thing, too. Like, to, like 500,000, like, even Dave Chappelle, he's been out 
for so long, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to take anything yeah. away from him, but the difference to give him like almost twenty million to like just five hundred thousand, like, like you could, she could have, yeah, they could have. It was trash, but, uh, and yeah. they weren't gonna allow her to perform any of that material that she used in the special anywhere else. Wow, for like a year. See, not even seeing that's another thing. So this she doesn't get the author. Not... So it's like owning your masters. Yeah, I said this shit before, man. Like that's what that's the problem with clickbait. People only read mm. headlines and read mm. little things like this, and they because like, even me, I like I, I didn't hear that detail yeah. at all. Like so. I'm just gonna and, pay you and a part of that five hundred grand is towards production costs for the event for the event. Right. So if you think of what she's really pocketing versus what they're gonna make, right? Everybody wants to see Monique have a come up. Yeah. Everybody wants to see another black, another woman comedian do some shit on and that scale. And this is scale. a lot of other people. They would have. They would. They would definitely tune in on Netflix because there was another Hell argument yeah. that someone else was talking about. They were just like, well, you know, I wouldn't pay to see. And then this is the problem with the layers and the nuances and the problems that's going on. People are out here just like, well, I'm not paying. To see, you know, because I just don't think she's funny. It's just like, that's not true. Like, you, a lot of people know she's funny. But before right. that, you don't want to pay because you don't want to pay a black woman. Th- that's, that's it. That's really right here. That's it. Just say it. <laughs> Even like, if you don't know it. Like, this is just... Like, we go is, to shows with people we don't know and don't care about all the time. But people have such visceral, like, angry responses to this idea around her demanding something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's some plantation shit. I've been saying it online. Like, this is plantation politics. Call it what it is. Y'all don't want a black woman standing up for herself. We're not used to it. We're supposed to be quiet. It's all. It's also the self-policing. Mm-hmm. Like, sh- you're not supposed to be asking for all that. Right. Like, you right. Ain't, like, be happy that they gave you a little something. Right. But what's pissing me off is that Lenards are out here defending what's going on. And when she got up from that interview and threw out the Birth of a Nation reference and... Mind you, I've never seen Birth of a Nation, but Birth of a Nation is a film that came out. It was, like, awarded as one of the best films in history. Apparently, it's actually good. But it's about how the Ku Klux Klan... It it makes the Ku Klux Klan look like the saviors. Right. It was around a time in America when, basically... This is is one of the films that made... That shaped the... um, That shaped uh, how... The perception of black men, of in black America. men as rapists yeah. Yeah, and exactly. all this, right? Yeah. And white women's fragility, like we have to protect right, white women right. from black men and mm-hmm. all that. And I'm there must be a scene where a slave takes um, his wife into the house, but she made that reference, like Lenar, like you're that type of nigga we have to explain to people. I felt that shit mm-hmm. on a fucking spiritual level because you're the one who goes and takes your wife into the fucking master's house, and then the master comes out to get you, and mm-hmm. like you think you you're safe. Right? right? And the thing is, like, Charlemagne's married to a black woman. That doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean shit that you're married to a black woman or a person of the same color. You can still be trash and have trash attitudes about black women. Just mm-hmm. because you have one that you respect doesn't mean you don't harbor Because that's what it resent- turns out. It's just like, oh, well, my, you know, mine is different. Exactly. The, well, I, the, I got a good one. And who knows syndrome. what that means that makes her different. Right, exactly. That's why I'm like, and I should use quotes so you know y'all can't see it. Right. But, like, the I got a good black woman. Like, what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> that she behaves? Yeah. Right. So like, you know, without getting too technical, he he's always been a misogynist. He's always harbored hatred and misogynoir, however you say it, towards black women. And he doesn't want to accept it. And his attitude and this is every black male response that I've seen. Well, but what, what about the numbers? What about the numbers? You can't compare the numbers to, you can't compare Amy Schumer, who put on a trash ass. People forget you have to realize the system is already flawed, so exactly. you can't rely on the numbers. That's that's the same thing with statistics. You can't like fully rely on statistics because it just be like, oh, you know, the representative sample right here. Exactly. It, like it, don't, it doesn't. The numbers don't mean shit. And y'all, I want y'all to know. For those of you who don't know, there's something called the Moynihan the Moynihan report, and it was a sociologist who went out 
and studied black people in urban centers and determined that the reason black people were suffering was because black mothers were were emasculating their their men mm. and that they were the re- they were basically the cause for the fall i still of know the black people family. who really f- believe that this. was a government like people use that scholarship to yeah. inform ideas about black womanhood when we all know through the evidence of our of living if you're a black person that black women have been the backbones of their communities have if anyone is supporting black men in prison it's black women so like this idea that continues to perpetuate itself and comes out in these little nuanced ways. I'm like, Charlemagne, Lenar, just say you don't think she deserves it. Yeah. Just say you don't and think the, she the, deserves this, it. Like, even in history, there's another problem. So it's just like, I remember what, I had took this class with Elizabeth Pryor or mm-hmm. whatever, and we were just talking basically about what freedom meant. Like, once when slavery, when slaves were emancipated and, you know, the 13th Amendment was set, mm-hmm. what did freedom really mean for everyone? So for it meant something completely different for black men than it did black women. Oh, my God. Like, especially, like, black younger women, because mm-hmm. black men now... They, they 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 still had male privilege, mm-hmm. right? They had the male privilege and their idea they adopted this idea of owning women mm-hmm. the same way that white men owned them. Like, like, the like pimp. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or just like like I'm that's what makes me a man. Like I have I have this girl here. So like there would just be so many older black men who would just have the little 14-year-old exactly. girl wife, you know? So, exactly. it's, so it's just like, oh God. like it just took like a very long purple. time for, right, exactly. That it movie. took a very long time for <laughs> black women to have a different type of freedom and mm-hmm. it's still going through it to this day. To and then you have day. to fight for it. But then when you fight for it, now you're, you're the angry black woman. Or like, oh, and now we <laughs> see the demographic shift where like, or the statistics are flipping where black women are now we're just like, let's just get our degrees and fuck these niggas because, like, mm-hmm. I'm not here to be oppressed and treated like trash. So I'm just going to work on my career and do what I got to do and fuck y'all. And what's happening, more and more of us are going, are becoming entrepreneurs. I think we have, like, some of the highest um, statistics of, like, enrollment in mm-hmm. colleges. And then like, businesses, too, like we said. But then mm-hmm. what's the, the, the downside of that? You were talking about this the other day. Mm. Black women also have higher levels of, of depression, of depression and, stress and, and health issues health because issues. You, we have to fucking take everything on your back. Everything so, on. Yeah. Exactly. So there's always the flip side of it. And I was talking to a friend of mine. I won't mention her name, but we were talking about interracial relationships. And this is taboo. And we need a whole other... We would need another episode for this. But I was trying to explain to her... My being in an interracial relationship is not a matter of preference. It has never been a matter of preference. It's really, if anything, a matter of proximity and what my experiences have been with the black men that I was very happy to be with. And Mm -hmm. she was struggling over, like, dating a white guy. And her thing was, like, he treats me really well. Yeah. So, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm weirded out because, like, I'm sure for her it was, like, black love. Right, right. Over everything. Mm. But she's being she's experiencing the worst from black men. I know someone right, I know someone exactly, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. ended up with a white man because mm-hmm. she was just like, you know what, shit, I would love to have a black man, but they they Wait, treat me like shit. They treat you like shit. So I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm gonna use a that. generality there. I'm gonna use a generality even though yeah, that may right. make people uncomfortable because obviously they're exceptions, but we ain't worried about the exceptions. We'd be talking about them if they, if they're if they were the rule. But there is like, the whole history that you just talked about translates into the treatment. And that's why when we talk about, like, oh, you gonna... When Kanye's saying, you know, you gonna glow up and le- he's gonna leave you for a white girl, that's not just a joke. Like, that is a real aspiration of a lot of black men, yeah. right? That the black woman is something that's grotesque, that she's not worthy, she's not worth the time. You get a foreign, a foreign get girl, a foreign you made girl, it. girl, you made it, right? And, like, yeah. as closer to whiteness as you can, the better. But, like, 
but but keep the black things on her that you want her to have, right? So like this is historical. This ain't new. This is not a phenomenon, and that's why I will always ride hard for for Monique's because I hear I hear myself yeah. in her, and I was watching her, and I'm looking at how upset she's getting because she's being gaslit. She's being talked to like she's crazy. Even right. Whoopi Goldberg is on some like, but no sis, like you can't compare it to. The, I'm like, why are you trying to make a defense for her not getting paid? Right. Like, do you want to see Monique have a comedy special? Yes. Do you think Monique would do good in a comedy special? Yes. Why the fuck would Netflix reach out to Monique if they didn't think she was going to make the money? Right. Right. Yeah. You, if you can get any of these other comedians who are so qualified, why the fuck, why Monique? Right. Because Mon- there's a market for Monique. We need a black, th- where's a black comedian? Where's a veteran, like a legend? Right, 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 right. Because right. now that, like... And just, like Tiffany Haddish is kind of up and up, but still. But everyone like, wants to mention even... Tiffany Haddish. I'm like Tiffany. No, but that's Haddish... not. But still, like yeah, like she's hot right now, of yeah. course. Right, and, and even that, she's getting this... underpaid. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. So like, so when Monique did this, to me, it was a political thing. I don't think she thought she was going to have a successful boycott, but I think she's fed up with having to take pennies, fifty grand on Precious, y'all. Mm-hmm. You know how much money that that movie made the executives? And that's what it's about for me. We make so much money for them. Yeah. But they don't want to pay us for it. And the thing is, like, if this was an old veteran white comedian who came out of hiding after 15 years, they would be like, come back, you know, $2 million or whatever. Like, we we just want to see you do your mute. And I think what people need to understand that that the problem goes beyond just Netflix. It's like, like, for the people who love to say, well, you know, yeah, well... She, you know, like she, she, she shouldn't get paid. Like, there's not a market for or whatever. Like the numbers, right. the going back the to numbers that, like, won't work. she won't make it. Yeah, back. people aren't looking into like why the numbers are what they are. Exactly. You know what I mean? I'm like stumbling over my words because I'm like trying to yeah. process my thought or whatever. They use but... these metrics. They use corporate metrics that apply to white audiences. White right. audiences. Listen, I saw Dave Chappelle over over the fucking summer. With, and Kendrick Lamar was playing at that show. It was white as fuck. Right. You think Monique can be in front of that audience? She's going to be dragging everybody in that audience. Yeah. Who wants to see Monique? Black people. Black women especially. And we support. We actually put our money into these into yeah. these artists. Like, time and time again, you see that black women support each other. Like, we spend the money. We actually spend a lot of money in these industries. Like, whether it's entertainment, like hair, whatever. We put a lot of money in mm-hmm. these industries, but when we ask to get compensated, it's a problem. Right. So Charlemagne, Ben said I don't fuck with him, will continue not to fuck with him because he has no humility. And he is that nigga that marches his wife into the fucking master's house. And when someone was saying that I was going too far, saying that this is sounding like some massive shit when these men were giving me their replies, but it is some massive shit. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Like I, I want to see that movie. I just need to see it. Bert, to now, see. I know, I'm so... I, yeah. I know I need to, but like, I'm like, I, I did, Right, exactly. It's like, uh And but white then... men play the black men. They just yeah, use black yeah, men. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I've seen that, yeah. So, but it's, it's it, important I was still. about to say, it's important to... to Understand how shit. the Nick, because that yeah. literally like drove up the KKK's enrollment. Like, like I said, it shaped the thousands. entire perception of the black men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and it's crazy. So like, so oh, ethnic yeah. notions. If anyone's never seen Ooh. that, that that it's like a little documentary, but that okay. it, brings, it talks about that too. But it talks about the media in general, like how how everything from cartoons to pancake mm. mix to you know the, that movie how everything mm-hmm. just shaped the general perception of black people as a even whole precious. blackface and all that shit even yeah. precious as a film I was saying people I was saying people love to see black people in the roles that make sense to them so I brought up the Moynihan report literally mm-hmm. 
literally Monique played the stereotype of who, of the Moynihan Report, black black um, mother. Issa Rae said that. Shout out to her and her book. Yeah. Barbara last summer. So she yeah. was, that, that's why she started doing the show that she did because she was just like, she got sick of these representations of black people. And she was just like, we're precious. She was just like, oh, we got to make her, make them poor. And make them fat. Make them fat. And, and have AIDS. And Molesta. She got Molesta. So she was like, yeah. Like, you know, just... She, but it was funny, though, when she wrote it, but it was Yo, dead serious. So shout out like, to Gabrielle, to Gabby Sidibe, yeah. because, listen, that woman took that role and made herself a fucking... I've never seen that either. I gotta you never Precious. saw Precious. I don't a lot know of if these you movies, see it. a lot of these movies, I don't want to. I honestly I don't think you should see it. You know? I don't recommend. I mean, if you want to, I just don't think it's. It just is not. Um, you know, I just feel like. <laughs> I just I don't feel like you're going to walk away depressed and angry. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why I don't like There's I don't no want to be real, angry. Like they yeah. tried to do like a let's humanize her and show her life. But I'm like all you this is just trauma porn. That's right. all this is. Yeah. And Monique's character, she earned that motherfucking Oscar. But my god, to have to play that character to get a fucking Oscar just like Halle Berry had Panther to fuck a black a was, white dude. Yeah, right. All of them Denzel Washington was a crooked oh. cop. Jeez. Yeah, but that's why when I was reading about this too, like movies like Black Panther are so important mm. and necessary, like to actually see yourself as a superhero, like and a to person see of color. Expectations, yeah, in the box you know office, seven hundred million. Mm-hmm. And I think there was just from what I remember, there was just like, only one white side dude. Like that was weird for me to watch because I've weird. never seen anything like this so. where he's like being a not oppressed, like, not even close. But no, being shut but the he fuck was down. Yeah, he like, was shut up. He was like he was the one in the back pocket. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like usually they have like the token black guy in the back. Yeah, to, to and be they kept calling him Colin. I'm not yeah. gonna say I don't want to spoil. No, 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 don't no, no, spoil it. But that, it was yeah. weird to see all these black people and like. Uh, two white people, but but we loved it. <laughs> yeah, and that's no, the and thing, that's what right? I mean. Like, but for me, I had to like, and that's it. That speaks a lot. That speaks volumes that I had to like adjust Just, myself. Like, wait, hold on. This is something ain't right people. here. Yeah, right, you know? <laughs> right. And I and the same, but like at the same time, you're like, yo, why do I feel that way? And like, that, this no, is that's working. What I had to examine, yeah. And like, it, it's better mm-hmm. than any superhero I movie we'll I've seen. Again, though, ugh, and I feel like that's a low key part of it. It's like you know that if you put too many talented ass people of color in the fore, and I'm talking about white supremacists, right? People who don't even know they're white supremacists. Like, and when, and to be clear, when I say white supremacy, I know the first thing that y'all are thinking is like those who marched in Charleston with their tiki torches, but I'm talking about white supremacy people on like a structural level. Uh, yeah, and the micro the, right, the, the microaggressions, yeah. like people who will tell you things like, "Oh, like you should straighten your hair when you didn't ask them." For their fucking opinion. Or people who want to, like, police you for your body in a way that should fit a white standard. Like, that's white supremacy operating, right? So, what was the point that I was making? Oh, I we were talking about <laughs> Black Panther and... But, um... Oh I don't know what I was saying. I lost my train of thought. But white supremacy be having you fucked up, y'all. And you have to remember that we're all working through that lens. Like, we were all taught to read images that way. And most of race is made through imagery it's made through mm-hmm. like images like it's, it's not all socially constructed completely and, and, and yeah completely so like we that's have to why representation that. matters it's oh we were talking matters. about uh, damn because i remember i was gonna say maybe if i say this you'll remember what you were gonna say but i was talking about how a lot of people now in like hollywood and like atlanta is bubbling right now as far as the film industry goes mm-hmm. a lot of white people are shook yes that 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 black people are, are actually off. are yeah right but but and this person that was in the industry was telling me he was just like yo we're nowhere near equal we're just a little bit better than we was and they're losing these white they're boys losing are fucking their scared. they're losing their minds because like they, they, don't, they don't have any fucking content yeah we put out moonlight y'all 
And that what what happened? That fucking movie that about they had a, a movie about white people like in like it was like a jazz movie that had mostly white people in it. I forgot what the name was, but it was the movie that they accidentally called when it was actually Moonlight's Win. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I, didn't see, I don't be so watching Oscars. You didn't so. miss a thing. Yeah. But basically, the I think the best picture went to Moonlight, but they accidentally said the other name, and um, I. I, I think I disassociated from the name of that movie because it just sounded stupid. Like, how are you going to make a jazz movie and have it be mostly white? But anyway, but that's it. That's the industry. Mm-hmm. White in everything so that white people can be comfortable with it. But the reality is white people are as comfortable, if not more, if anything, they want to see black shit, but it's not given to them. They're just afraid to... To like it. They're afraid, yeah, but they're afraid to like it. They're, they're afraid to... Like give up this power and privilege yes. that they have the, because right. they, 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 you know that's really what it is. It's just like it's what true. happens when everyone really starts fucking like with the black shit. shit and then the white shit gets born. You know that that's what I think they're really afraid Damn. of. But when jazz popped off, do you know line dancing? I was taught line dancing in public school. I don't know if you were taught that. No. Basically, the electric slide or like some. I don't know some corny line dance they taught us. Well, that was school. that. No, I know, <laughs> but it was a public um, national program because, and it was intention. The intention was to subvert jazz. They didn't want jazz being wow. popular, so they were like, "Let's put line dancing in the schools and like country and like refamiliarize people with like white country because jazz is getting too popular." Right. Wow. Like people are are that shook and still that shook. Yeah. So now, honestly, like now. When I see white people afraid of me on the street, like, I can't help but laugh now because it's just, like, that's what you were taught. You were taught to be afraid of it. But at the same time, according to Pornhub's calculations, um, y'all are watching a mm-hmm. lot of black <laughs> and interracial shit. And I'm sorry, y'all, if you look up the Ebony category, you're going to see a lot of interracial porn. So this is a category that, like, many white men are using and frequently searching for because people want the other it's not even just and, a white and, black thing people want something right. different from and themselves and a lot of it too even with that shit with the, the this still goes back to the you fetishize black women exactly with the whole thing. we're hypersexual like, you yeah you want something like, that's freaking gonna change you yeah. and some shit and you exactly. know what I will change you no, <laughs> <laughs> no but you know, I mean though facts serious. though <laughs> I, facts though I mean we do you know there's something I don't know black girl magic hashtag black girl magic that's um, right um, yeah, and all that jazz. We went on. I didn't even realize how long we were talking. Uh, um, it was a good, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there was anything else. I think That's we covered everything, it. you know. Yeah, you know, the bays are being bays. You know. Lenards are being Lenards. <laughs> um, when she said Leonard, you being, you being funny, sweetie. And he was like, no, it was really Lenard. <laughs> Dead. But that's some black woman shit right there. Like, I'm going to call you by your government name. I'm going to humble you right quick, Charlemagne the God, and let you know what's good. Right. But real quick, shout out to her husband, Sidney Hicks. The way that man came for her defense, and he wasn't, like, on some, like, you know, I'm going to defend her and be to the, te- to the tooth. He just came with facts. Right. Just like, this is what happened, and it wasn't fair, and she deserves better. She's a legend. And that's that. And I was I posted, I'm like, I need someone who can support me and defend my check the way Sydney Hicks defends right. Morgan. Because I didn't know she had someone in her corner like that. Can right. you imagine not yeah. having someone in your corner and right. still being hurt? Right. Oof. Listen. All right, y'all. Uh, 
support black women, pay black women, yes. protect black women. So I think simple. I think Will Packer or somebody I don't remember who said it, but somebody else said something to that extent. He was just like, you know what? I'm not. He was like, I'm not gonna say anything about the Monique. Like basically, he was just saying like, I will never out a black woman or something like I'm not gonna do this in public we can't afford this not now not no. ever type shit yeah. so he he was just basically on some like even if there are things he doesn't agree with he's not gonna right do shit like Charlamagne and give a donkey of the day or you know what I mean like right. he, he's just on some like nah we can't afford oh, this yeah, shit oh yeah in context she went on the the breakfast club because he gave her the donkey of the day for asking people to boycott Netflix so she had to do a little pull up pull up mm-hmm. to Leonard and let him know but that end uh, I wish we could play. Ooh. Are What's we allowed that? to play it? Play what? The What she said. I don't see why not. I just want to play it for y'all, and then I'm going to leave y'all alone. <laughs> because her response to him, it just, it just, that's my life. I don't know how else to say it. Oh, this is whack. Okay, I found it. Sorry, y'all. But, you know, you know how it goes. We, sometimes it just goes like that. Um, but in the meantime, while this gets ready, um... Yeah, we have to make our own shit, and we have to support each other because I think we should collaborate. Like, especially after I finish with the Jezebel thing, and you mm-hmm. do what you're doing, you know. I mean, I know you're gonna go off to your next moves, but we, like, I feel like we Not need far. to create some film. Oh yeah, kind of. I, like, I, we need to give the backstory. So, like, that, oh, yeah. that's what I feel my project does with sex workers or black women and sex mm-hmm. work specifically. But I feel like we need to. I, we'll talk more about it yeah. after this, but I but yeah. I, I feel people need more visual shit to un, to really understand. You do you why do it, need it because need once you see the the pattern of it visually, and, and, and once you connect it mm-hmm. and have that arc from the then to now, like you, exactly. you start to think more. Like mm, so, I like you know maybe we should collaborate on something like I, that. Just you know the vilifying of the black woman, exactly vilifying and why black the woman. black woman then can choose to be the villain. Right. Why then we need a black villain. Right. And that's why I stand so hard for Azaleas. Because I'm like, right. y'all keep pushing fucking black women against a corner. Like, what you think is going to happen yeah. for me to... F- right, a villain. Right, right. Yeah, we so, talk about that. Yes. Talk about that. So here is what she said. Um, do you mind if we end it on here? No, God. So we won't blow y'all ears out? Okay. Here it is. Eddie, thank you so much, my sweet baby, for having us. Why you keep thinking them? Not me. You know what, brother? You're going to hear yourself a lot from me lately. You're going to hear yourself around the world because we have to explain brothers like you. We do. And when we watched that movie, Birth of a Nation, and we saw that man walk his wife into that master's house, we watched him walk his wife in. Then we watched him go back and get him. You're that brother. I thank y'all for your time. And then you know what's so crazy? Now that I'm hearing this, after, after all that, he still wants her to thank him. Yeah. God <laughs> why do you keep you. thinking everyone? Why no, he was like, me? why do you keep thinking everyone but not thinking me? Because he was guilty. But you still what, like, okay. He's like, but love me. Love me, mama. <laughs> Did I do? I'm sorry. I, I upset you. All right, y'all. See you See soon. Later. Bye. <laughs>